Hello, hello, and welcome back to Trying to Figure It Out. I'm Allie, and here with me today, we have none other than the Bo Stone. I'm so happy to have you back. Welcome, first off. Thank you for having me. Podcast adjacent here. Um, <laughs> big ol' season three. Congratulations. Season three premiere. This is the first episode of season three. We have so much to catch up on. We are in a new home, new location. For any of you who don't know, I am obsessed with Halloween. I'm obsessed with holidays in general. I love anything festive. I don't know what it is. It just makes me feel warm and fuzzy inside. And last season with Bo, we did an episode where we did pumpkin painting and kind of just chatted and caught up on life. And today we are going to be doing the same thing. So welcome back, Bo. I'm so happy to have you here. Thanks for having me. Okay, well, we are going to commence the pumpkin painting competition. As many of you who are watching might notice, I am in a new location. I moved. Bo, this is his first time at the new house. What do you think? Um, It's stunning. Happy to be here. Um, It just feels like, love the new house, new season vibe. It's really fun. (laughs) (laughs) So, I don't think I told you why I moved. No, I've I've been dying to know. So we loved the old house. It was great. The location was great. We loved the vibes there. But a couple weeks ago, we were in the house and I remember sitting with my boyfriend and we were like hearing sounds and like it kind of sounded like shuffling in the background. And I was like, what the fuck is that sound? And I was like, oh, it's probably just the dogs. And so then I noticed that the dogs were actually sitting where I was sitting. So I was like, okay wasn't the dogs but maybe I'm imagining it like it's probably in my head because I'm a super paranoid person a few days later we went to the movies and when we got back from the movies we opened the front door and I saw this giant rat like literally the biggest rat I've ever seen and you're from New York yeah but like I've never had rats in my home before like like, like, I've had mice are we talking New York street rat because I saw one they're like squirrels yeah it was large so this rat jumps up by the fireplace and then just disappears like no idea where it went so I started screaming obviously told my boyfriend to go look and he went to where the rat disappeared and I was like is there a hole there and he was like he looked at me with like a smirk on his face and he's like yeah there's a hole there and I was like okay well we have a rat hiding in that hole so I literally barricaded our entire bedroom because I was literally terrified to sleep that night thinking that this rat was going to like crawl on my face. So I barricaded our bedroom first thing in the morning called an exterminator. And I was like, we have like a serious rat problem in this house. Like, what do we do? And the exterminator set up all these traps, literally like the whole house was trapped. And three days later we caught a rat. Sadly, it did not survive. Well, were you and hoping to rehome it? No, I mean, like, I wish it didn't have to be killed, <laughs> but, like, I don't want a rat in my house. And so, anyway, we caught the rat, and the exterminator told us, he was like, oh, I think it's just one rat. Like, I think you're kind of lucky. Like, I think you only had one. And so I was like, okay, that's good. Anyway, we leave town for a few days, and we had someone watching our house, and she texted me being like, so there's more rats in the house. And I was like, oh, fuck. Then we get home and we notice that under the stove is quite literally covered in rat shit. Like there wasn't even a floor anymore. It was just rat shit everywhere. And so I was like, okay, so we have like a major problem. Flash forward, get a new exterminator because that guy clearly didn't know 
anything about rats. He's new. He's new. <laughs> he was the one telling me that we didn't have more than one rat. So we get back from this trip. We get a new exterminator. He sets up all these traps all over the house. The rats are just still like they're so smart. They're not going in the traps. They're just hiding in like random places. I'm living in the house like tiptoeing around because I'm terrified that I'm going to like stumble upon a rat. And then I wake up one morning and I notice that. So I have three dogs for those of you who don't know. Three dogs. One of them is a little mini dachshund. And they do not like to leave my side. Like they're always with me. And so I noticed that. Bowie, one of my dogs, was upstairs with me, and the little one, Winx, was nowhere to be found. And I was like, where is Winx? That's so unlike him to not be where me and Bowie are. And so I start calling him, and he's not coming. And I'm like, where is Winx? Like, what is going on? So I go downstairs, and I'm like, Winx, where are you? Where are you? I find him in the corner of the dining room, stuck to a rat trap. With the leg and the No. It was like a glue trap, so he was completely... (laughs) like covered in glue, just stuck to this rat trap, hiding in the corner of the, li- like of the dining room. It was the saddest thing I've ever seen. I literally almost started crying. I had to race him to the vet to make sure that they could get all the glue off of him and make sure that there was no like rat poison or anything that he would like get sick from. And when that happened, I was like, all right, that's it. And so that was on a Thursday and we literally moved out on Friday. Somehow we found a house we were able to move into it that quickly, and I planned a whole entire move in under 24 hours. I, that I'm not. I just know you can do. I've seen you do lots of things very efficiently and quickly. What, just to recap, like, what was Winx's face like? Was he just like, yeah, this is my life now? I think he was like, I'm a part of this rat trap. He looks like sad. He and you know Winx, like he's a barker. He barks at literally everything, and I was just shocked that he wasn't barking. Like when I found him like that, he was just silent and staring at me. Like he just literally <laughs> was looking at me. Like it sounded like he accepted his fate of being in a rat trap. I didn't know that dogs could feel embarrassment, but I think he was embarrassed. Okay, well, that's my life update. Like, moved, have been traveling a lot, lots going on on my end. I'm proud of you. What is going on with you? You went to Europe. I've been, okay, so like my goal for the year, like back when January was a thing, was I was like, I really want to just do like lots of little travels this year, you know, and just like really get out my travel bug. I am so sick of traveling. I'm blessed. I'm blessed to say this, but I am like, next year, I catch, catch me in LA. I'll be <laughs> that right That honestly here. makes me happy because I hate when you're not in town. You know what I mean? Like, I'm going to be here so hardcore. Like, I wore my sweatsuit today because I am envisioning Sunday sweatsuits. It is sweatsuits year round. right now. That's really, like, I've been blessed. So, like, this year... I've honestly been on a plane, it feels like, every other weekend. Yeah, you've definitely traveled a lot. And I love that for me. However, I am now ready to just stay put. So I went to Europe. I did a wedding in Italy. So much fun. Which, by the way, the hair was insane that you did. Thank you. It I was, was like, I wasn't shocked, but I was like blown away. You know what I have to say is like that's what that's what you get when you let me do what I do. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you about the wedding. Yeah, please. It was so beautiful. It was thirty-four people. Oh, that's small. 
But it's destination. I thought it was like perfect size. Yeah. 34 people. She got this dress and she like tried it on like 20 times, 20 fittings because it's a very intricate, beautiful dress. So she goes to private suites at LAX, says, here's my dress. They fly it. Make sure this gets on the plane because the wedding was in Italy. Here's my dress. Make sure it gets on the plane, please. She lands in Germany for her layover, where she she was then flying private from Germany to Naples. She lands there for the layover, and they're like, all right, we're just putting the luggage on the plane. No dress. You're lying. How many days till the wedding? Two. Two days. Where's the dress? In LA at private suites, but at this point, no one knows that because it says lost. What is she to do other than call every other designer in the world in Europe and try to get a dress? Because like she wanted that dress. uh, Twenty fittings, mind you. It was also it was her after party dress and the dress. So like it's not like she could just wear like the other little white number that she had. That was all of her dresses. And so she freaked out. And finally, they called her the day before the wedding, like 24 hours before. And they're like, listen, your dress is here in L.A. We can put it on the next flight. But they flew private from there, so they didn't have a connected flight. So they're like, we can send it to Germany. So they flew it to Germany, and then they had to fly it private by itself. Just the dress. (laughs) The dress got its own trip on a PJ. Which is giving... Like, that is, I just, I don't know, I just feel like that was really classic. That's insane. What the hell? The dress was stunning. Yeah, so that was that. I got to go to Italy. I went to Ibiza. How was that? I don't ever need to go there again. That's how I felt. I went once for two days, and I was like, yeah, I'm good for life. I Like, honestly, like, I, if I want that, I'll go to Vegas. So I wanted to have, you know, I'm like, I'm only this young once. Let me have the experience that I'm going to have here because I'll never come back here. So like, I go to the club with my friends. They leave me within an hour. Am I going home? No. So I go to the club. I don't realize, but clubs stay open till 6 a.m. there. So I'm at the club at 6 a.m. And I met these like Italians who are, in, who are there. One of them says, do you want to come back to uh, the villa with us? Okay. Duh, love villas. I was just at this beautiful it's, it's, villa in Italy. I'd love to go to see your villa in it's Ibiza. It's giving White Lotus. I would love to go to the, <laughs> the villa. I go to the villa, and like we're proceeding to like drink and hang out, and I'm meeting all these people, and I'm slowly realizing as 9 a.m. hits, only one of them speaks English. And so then I caught myself, well, like, I can't fake Italian, so I'm going to fake like I know what they're saying. So you're just sitting there. I'm doing a lot of these. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, oh, so funny. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And then, I, and then I realized the guy who is the translator for me is now way too drunk and way too out of it. So there's no translator. So nothing anymore. is happening other than me getting a massive headache looking and trying to act like I know what's going on and also trying to read if they're like just talking shit about me. (laughs) So after Ibiza, where did you end up? Barcelona. I love Barcelona. Honestly, I'd love to go back. I really, really like it there. We only had a day and a half there. 
But when we got to Barcelona, like, I had two options. I said I could either tough it out and I can go to all these tours and all these touristy things. So I'd signed up for all of them and I went. And then as soon as I got to the gate, I said, I'm going to go back. That's fair. <laughs> and I went to a spa and then I <laughs> took a four hour nap and then I just really just laid. So you didn't do any of this. A lot of laying down. <laughs> okay. I support. So I didn't really see much. Um, okay, what else should we catch up on? I'm trying to think of things I can tell you about. I'm going to Hoffman. Are you down to share a little bit with my, my listeners about what Hoffman yeah, is? Yeah, so I, I, I can't fully tell you exactly what it is because I know nothing, really, other than I'm not going to have my phone and that they asked me to do homework. Basically, Hoffman Institute is a place to go for a lot of healing and self-reflection and like overall like mental health care. And it's a really amazing program. It's very intense. It's very rigorous. But like people who go usually say that they like really feel transformed after. And it's supposed to be like a very incredible healing journey. I know a lot of people who have gone and rave about it. People have suggested to me that I go to it. And it's basically a five-day program. And then when you finish, you're supposed to spend a couple days just completely by yourself to really like soak in all of the tools and resources that you're given while you're there. And then after that, you're supposed to then like try to incorporate all the lessons and, you know, healing tactics that you've learned into your normal life. So it's a really amazing thing. I think first off, no matter what anyone says, anything that you do to like commit to taking time to solely focus on yourself, like there's nothing negative about it. So like if some people have their like stigmas around Hoffman or like any specific place, that's just like their own problem. I think that going anywhere for mental health care is like an amazing thing. I think that there's just a stigma in general around going to places like that. I mean, there's obviously like the privilege aspect where it's obviously an expensive experience and most mental health care is expensive. And then there's also just the fact that like some people think that it's a little culty or, you know, has certain vibes to it. But honestly, I'm really curious to see how you like it because I've been thinking about going for so long and I've just kind of been like procrastinating actually pulling the trigger because it's a lot to commit to, you know? Yeah. And you know, it's also funny is a lot of people are like, oh my God, when are you going? I'll go with you. Please don't. <laughs> that's the thing. It's like, <laughs> please please it's like, don't come no, with me. No, that's like privacy. Duh. Well, uh, the goal is, is I, I think you're not really, you don't want to go with anyone you know or... You know, like, so I, I've just been telling him I'm going in December. Oh, just like straight up telling people you're going a different. Oh my God, please come. I'd love that. So what made you want to go to Hoffman? I've been hearing like the most amazing things about it. Everyone I've known who's gone has always just come back feeling very refreshed and like kind of like a new version of themselves. And I really like that idea. Um, and I just feel like this year I've been blessed to like transform a lot of different things in my life and change and move and grow in many ways. However, I feel like there's always room to grow more. I just feel like I'm, you know, in a different bracket of life and I'm ready yeah. for some changes and some fun and some new goals and maybe, I don't know, see what, 
what comes of that. Yeah, so I'm quite excited for that. Um, I'm getting like a little more like proppy in 3D. So like, <laughs> can you imagine if my little gourds were painting? Wait, you made your gourd into like a bird. It's a gourd, a gourd bird. It has an eye. <laughs> Two eyes. <laughs> well, you, I only see one on this it's side. A, it's the eye you can't see. <laughs> Spooky. <laughs> Is that blood or is that is that? It's supposed to be. Have you gone to Horror Nights? So I have. Yeah. I went to Horror Nights really early this year because I've been traveling for the last two months for work. And I honestly was a little bit underwhelmed. Why? Horror Nights used to be so terrifying to me. And I don't know if that's because it was like new and I hadn't done it before. But I feel like Horror Nights is like usually like I'm actually scared. Like when we went, I was like holding on to you for dear life. Like I used to get scared. (laughs) But now, like this year, I was just like, I feel like Universal is like scaling it down each year. They're scaling it up in terms of production. Like it visually is so well done. But because I think they're afraid of like a lawsuit, they don't let the scary people come anywhere near the people in the park. So like they're not coming near you. They're not like getting as close as they used to. Now they're all just kind of like, they kind of just like turn on their chainsaw, but like they're like 10 feet away from you. And you're like, Uh, you're like, oh, okay, I see you. Like it's it's just not as scary to me anymore. And maybe that's because I've been so many times now, but I was like really not scared. And so now I'm craving going somewhere where I'm actually going to have like the shit scared out of me, you know? Where could we go? I want to go to the Haunted Hayride. Do you want to go to the Haunted Hayride? Is it ever going to work out for us? That's a really good question. (laughs) We have like literally the busiest schedules and like anytime I'm free, you're not. And anytime you're free, I'm not. And it's really sad. So my pumpkin, for those of you who are only listening, I want to give you a little verbal description of what my pumpkin looks like. I really got crafty here. I painted my orange pumpkin white, and then I made some little droplets that are green, purple, black, and red. And then I wrote the word spooky in big letters around my pumpkin, and I outlined it in black and orange. And that is my pumpkin. Oh, and I also just poured a bunch of orange glitter on the top of my pumpkin too. So that's kind of what I'm working with. Bo's got a whole like 3D sculpture structure going. So I'm going to let Bo describe it. I like to think beyond just painting a pumpkin. (laughs) You know, I like to think if I could take my body from outside of this experience, (laughs) what would I really be seeing? I would be seeing a gourd painting the pumpkin. Okay. You know that lady who... I'm never going to get her name right, but she does the dots. That is what this is inspired Kusama. by. Yeah, Kusama. Uh, sh- sh- so my gourd here loves her as an artist <laughs> and really just was inspired by her work and her collab with Louis Vuitton. And like, I see it. Really I wanted know, to go, I see where you are going go for that. the full feeling. And mm. the gourd, of course, brought a friend because it's codependent. That's why I relate to the gourd. <laughs> But yeah, so it's just, you know, painting. It's really a masterpiece. There's so much thought that went into it. It really looks as if the gourd is painting, right? It really does. That is what it's giving for sure. Well, guys, I feel like we caught up on a bunch of stuff. I feel like there's so much more to catch up on, and we're only going to get more into it this season. Bo will for sure be back in the next couple of episodes, I'm sure. 
We have so many exciting guests this season. We have our New York series that's going to be coming out soon. There's so much to come and so much that I'm looking forward to. I'm already scheduling guests into the new year and I'm super excited about it. There's just so many surprises in store and I can't wait to kind of just see where everything goes. Before we end, I feel like it's only right that we do an LPs 3 and we pick some songs. I guess we can just do songs we've been listening to lately and then maybe we throw in like our favorite Halloween songs. Okay. I think, but I have to throw in the Monster Mash. The Monster Mash. <laughs> the I Monster love Mash. that song. It's so catchy to me. Oh, it's a jingle. <laughs> that is a I, I, OG jingle. What is yours? Um, the theme song for Sleepy Hollow. I don't know. Okay. The movie. It's probably like dun 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 dun. dun. All right. I'll just throw in the theme song for Sleepy Hollow for you, and then we'll throw in. This is Halloween from The Nightmare Before Christmas. This is Halloween. Yeah, Yeah, that one. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode, and I can't wait to see you next week with consecutive episodes of Trying to Figure It Out. We are back. We are ready to go, and I can't wait to figure some more shit out with you guys. I love you all. Thank you, Bo. We'll see you next week. Thank you for having me. Love you.